0: It's great to see all of you. Happy New Year in advance. I want to talk to you for a couple of minutes around the title, It's Up to You. When I was a small schoolboy, I remember my teacher telling the class very often, she'd stop and say, Now pay attention. And that meant she was going to explain an instruction of something we were going to do next. And the reason she did that was because very often, within two minutes of giving that instruction, someone would raise their hand. Okay, sometimes it was me. And you know what we'd ask? What are we doing now? And it was just explained. And it was a reminder. Some of you who are mothers and dads go, oh, we know what this is all about if you're a school teacher. Because paying attention... Is hard. And at the end of 2022, that's what I want to talk a little about. It is, ne- in my opinion, it has never been more difficult, even as adults, to really pay attention. Because there are so many distractions in life. Of course, the one that we're all familiar with is something that most of you brought in, the, in here By the way, I'm keeping time on here right now. See, it's amazing what these can do. It's an incredible tool for productivity, for communication, but it can also be the greatest distraction because we take it everywhere. I'm amazed at the amount of information that's out there on how to to deal with that. Books are being written all kinds of blogs and information on this device about how to navigate and be able to pay attention in life. Now, I want you to stay with me because we're right now in a season where a lot of you maybe have made a decision about something you want to do different in the year coming up, Uh, made a resolution. You ever heard that? New Year's Resolution. I'm going to change something about the way I'm eating. I'm going to change something about how I use my time. This is the moment when we think about trying to make a change. And the reason we do that, and I, I, I do love this time of year, is within a few hours, we're going to walk into a, a, a blank canvas, if you will, like, on a, like for a painter. We're going to start a new year with day one tomorrow. And there's this feeling that we get, most of us, that it's like a fresh start. And it really can be. But it can't happen if we're not paying attention. And people want our time. Situations demand it. And then we've got our devices ringing and pinging and notifying, and and we're just full of distractions. And and when I went back some years ago, my mother brought me all of my reports from school, from kindergarten all the way to the end of my Abitur, if you will. Yeah. And, And I hadn't seen them since I was small. And I took a look through them, and several of them, especially in those early years, said, Stevie... Don't ever call me that. Stevie is a good student, but he daydreams a lot. I was a daydreamer. Can I tell you a secret? I still am. And a daydreamer is sitting in class looking out the window, and their mind is somewhere else. They're in the room, their their ears are there, but they're not hearing what's being said that's important. And that was always a challenge for me. Now, the reason the teacher reminded us to do that, she was trying to teach us the important skill of paying attention because she knew the day was coming come on, where we wouldn't have her there or mom and dad to remind us, now pay attention, watch this, watch, watch. We wouldn't have anyone there in a critical moment at work or in our relationships or just in everyday life where we really needed to hear what's being said or done. Like right now, you need to pay attention and no one's going to force you to do that. It's up to you. You know, it's a perfect time to step back and ask yourself, am I paying attention day to day? or Are you just moving from one day to the next and reacting to the things that are coming your way? You see, life will either bring you what it wants or you'll take control, pay attention, and begin to use life day to day in ways that bring out the best in yourself and in the people that God's put in your life. And so ask yourself, am I paying attention to myself in how I'm doing life day to day? My rest, my diet, my my time that I spend, how am I using my precious time, how am I moving ahead? So ask yourself, am I moving forward? At the end of 2022, I've seen breakthroughs. I've seen my life move forward. Or would you be honest and say, it's really not there. I haven't gotten over the pandemic yet. I'm still trying to work back into being normal again. You know what, can I just tell you as a church, when the pandemic came, we said, forget going back to normal. We're going to believe for even better on the other side of it. We didn't know what that would look like, but we're not trying to go back to where we were. We want to go to where God's going to take us. Come on. And I'm believing that for you today. But you have to stop and ask yourself the question, am I moving forward? Am I making the decisions that are, that are moving me ahead or backward? Or maybe you'd say, Pastor, I'm stuck. I'm kind of not going either direction. As far as I'm concerned, when I'm stuck, I'm going back. Because while we're stuck, the world's moving on. God's plans are still being accomplished. And so the only direction your life should take and mine is moving forward. And I speak that over you today. You know, when Jesus was speaking to crowds about something difficult or important. He would often finish by saying something very familiar to us. He would say, let the one who has ears, let them hear. And I was thinking of that this week because that was his way of saying the same thing my teacher said. Pay attention! What I've just told you is really important. And sometimes we don't listen because we think it's for somebody else. Well, I'm always paying attention, but I don't know about her over there. But he, he kind of covers it. He says, he who has ears, just reach up and feel. Do you, do you have two ears? Anybody here without them? You can raise your hand. We'll all want to look. No, the truth is, when he says he who has ears, he's talking to every one of us. And so he's challenging all of us, no matter where we're from, no matter how old we are, you've got two ears, then you need to let them hear. And so he's talking about paying attention in life, in the spirit, in the things that we're thinking about, in the attitudes that we are carrying, in the way that we're living day to day. And the scripture spends a lot of time talking about different kinds of hearers. You can read about them in the parable of the sower, the story about sowing seed. But, the, but the, the Bible points us to being a hearer that when we receive the word of God, when we receive advice and counsel from our teachers, when we are given instructions from our parents, Or when someone who's a good friend tells us something important because they care about us. It tells us that we need to be a hearer that's like fertile soil. That when someone plants an idea or maybe even challenges us about a thing that we're doing, it's landing in a place where it's heard and then we begin to put it into practice. So ask yourself, are you that kind of person? Can the people closest to you say, what about that? Are you open to hearing from others? Are you a person who's paying attention to wise counsel, recommendations, encouragement, like I'm speaking right now? Just even stop yourself and say, God, if there's something here You want me to hear. I'm open to hearing what you say. One of my common practices is to come into the house of God every week with the attitude, whether I'm speaking up here, which as you're a part of this church, you know I'm not always up here. Very often I'm in my seat listening to someone else. And because of the season in life where I am, most of the speakers that come and speak the word of God to us are younger than I am. So I will say, God, I want to maintain an attitude. I'm able to pay attention no matter how old that person is. There is nothing I can't learn more about you and how you want me to live than no matter who it is. They are a messenger, and I want to be ready to receive it and not just hear it, but put it into practice. Yeah. See, that's paying attention. So real quick, what I want to do, I want to give you three ideas about how you can press in and really begin to walk at a new level of faith in 2023. I could make it 20, but I just picked out three that I felt we could walk out of here today and into next year with. And the first one is this. You need to understand that this can be big pressure, but you are not alone. You see, the reason we get disappointed, maybe you stop doing, I'm not going to even try to plan to do new things and or new, new Year's resolution. I've tried it before, and I got to about the fifth day, and I was back doing the same thing I did last year. Boy, it got quiet. Am I the only one that's happened to? No. No, it's discouraging. And the whole world is doing this right now. I'm going to try better. I'm going to drink less, talk less, eat less, exercise more, be kinder, be more generous, and so on. The list can go on and on. And and here's the thing. That's all what we call self-help. That's putting all the pressure on you to be disciplined. Now, you have to be. You have to do your part. But I'm here to tell you, you're not alone. God says, I will come and stand next to you. I will give you the power through my spirit. Because of the finished work of my son, you now can be given the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will come and partner with you. Yeah, Join hands and enable you to begin to have the power to do things, to be disciplined, to be attentive in ways that you cannot in your flesh. Hallelujah. That is amazing. And that's exactly what he promises. So we're not into self help, but heaven help. Come on. It's an amazing privilege. That means that you're not alone in that struggle. You're not alone in the changes that need to be made. And, and what is incredible is that God promises, Jesus declared, if you'll press in and ask for help, ask for more knowledge, how to live wiser, how to have more passion. In your relationship with my heavenly Father, those who sincerely desire that, who press in, will be given more. That's a promise. I'll even give you more desire. I've struggled over the years in seasons where I just didn't care. I I, I knew God, and I knew he knew, knew me, and I loved Jesus, and I loved God, but I just didn't feel the passion When those moments come, and maybe that's you right now at the beginning and end of a year, rather, in the beginning of a new one, that's the best thing right this moment. Just say, God, I want my fire back. Amen. We had some fire here on stage. Lord, I don't want to miss. I want to be attentive to all the fire of your spirit you want to pour into me. Do it right now. He will do it, dear friends. I declare it. And so paying attention isn't something we do alone. I'm so glad for that. And God will put the right people at the right time to speak a good word. I'm believing right now God's using me to speak maybe to some of you that just needed to hear this. I sometimes hear that. I I never look for people to say, oh, I really like that talk. That was good. Oh, you did so good today. Uh, That's not what I want to hear. What I love to hear from many of you, and, and I thank you for speaking it back to me, is God spoke to me today. Hear the difference? See, that wasn't about me, and that's my prayer. God, let me disappear. Let your word be spoken where people hear and encounter you. And that's what we pray for our worship teams week to week, that that would be the case. And But listen, friends, the house of God is this place where we can come together together, and encourage each other. You're not alone. And so I can challenge you, make a commitment not to just come once in a while, but be here week after week. If you will give this house and all that it offers the next year of your life, you'll never be the same. We can testify to that. Karen and I are here loving and serving you because years and years ago we committed to be planted in the house of God, when it wasn't easy, when children were small, and all of the challenges that come with that, but we made that commitment, and God has honored that in our lives. And the second thing, so you're not alone, but secondly, this is the perfect time to do what we do in our apartments. You ever do a cleaning? Kinda get rid of some things? Clutter, clutter. You know, your, your place gets crowded and you don't have room for new things. Boy, God's not going to try to fill a life that's full of our own stuff. Get a picture of that. You can say, God, would you do this for me? I need your help. Would you fill me? And God's probably telling us, let go of some of these things that you're holding on to. I've got more for you, but I can't fill you right now because you filled everything up with your own things. And God gives us the privilege through his spirit to do an inventory. And I'm challenging you today, these next several weeks as we go into the new year, ask the Lord, Lord, show me the areas of my life that that need to be cleaned out. This needs to go. This place that I'm spending time, this activity or whatever it might be, let it go. Because you see, God has to have our attention, and he has to have a willing heart and an open life to fill it with the good things that he has for us. Amen. Final thought for the year. You know, don't make your days, don't just count your days, but make your days count. Let me say that again. Don't just count your days. Make your days count. See, every, around the world, it's already started there's these countdowns down to the last minutes and hours of the year of 2022. And then, boom, there's a, an apple that drops or whatever in New York. And, you know, where my wife and I lived, there was a small town that was famous for pickles. Pickles. And they, they produced a lot of pickles. They had a pickle drop. Can you imagine And it was midnight, they counted down, and it was a new year. Only place I know that counted down with a pickle. But the point is that, that we're into counting. And the scripture says to number our days. But that's not about keeping a count, but understanding the shortness of life. And you're here today with the gift of days. You're here with the gift of life and breath. You are able to carry yourself here. And and, and if there's not one other thing you remember as you leave here in short time, remember this, that every day is precious. The reason God wants us to pay attention is that he has declared that you are his workmanship. You're his best creation, And he has assigned you good works, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, self-control, all of those things so that you can activate your purpose and walk into your eternal destiny. Now you might say, yeah, but Steve, it's so overwhelming. It's just more than I can imagine. Can I just share with you? Then start small. Make a couple of small steps. Maybe decide in the month of January, I'm going to make one decision and carry it out every day. In just a couple weeks, we're going to have 21 days of prayer and fasting. What a great thing to step into. Maybe you've never prayed or fasted. So get signed up right on the website. Make sure you're subscribing, and it'll come right to you. And maybe another decision is... I'm going to take and get up 15 minutes earlier than I usually do. Or I'm going to sign up for those classes that are out at the counter. This one's called Understanding God's Word that will help you read the Scripture. And they got the QR code on there. You can register right online. Don't leave without taking some of those with you. I want to see that table empty. Don't, Don't take all of them, one person, Okay. And you can do that online as well. But the point is, that's a small decision. You see, your success is not based on doing a great thing. Listen, doing some great thing someday, but doing small things great every day. And if you will do that, God will move in your life. He'll bring a freshness and a richness to your relationship with him that will bless your life and touch everyone around you if we will let him do it because that is up to you. Pray with me. Father, we thank you for the privilege of being filled and touched by you and having the opportunity to examine ourselves and to evaluate how we're living our lives. So, Lord, I pray a blessing over every single person here that we will be men and women, boys and girls, who pay attention to your spirit at work in our lives like never before. In Jesus' name.